Evan. Ben, how are we doing? Evan, I'm good. How are you doing on this fine Thursday, December 7th? Evan, December, can you believe that? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, Holy it's, mackerel. it's that time of year. Uh, I, I just spent most of the week in a resort that was, uh, you know, very Christmas themed uh, at the moment. So I'm, I'm in holiday cheer, Ben. There you go. Uh, I am also in holiday cheer, but my holiday, Evan, is Thursday night football with this hot matchup between <laughs> the Patriots and the Steelers. I think they already hit the over, oh. and it's still the first half. <laughs> like, literally, I think they yeah, did. Yeah, <laughs> no, somehow, someway. Um, I never would have, if you would have told me that, like, I, the Patriots and the Steelers, like, probably of our lifetime, like, probably the two just overall best NFL franchises. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, I, I would have never thought, oh, they're making Bailey Zapp go out of... Bailey Zapp's elbow is bleeding, and so they're making him go... <laughs> what are they going to make him do? I've never seen any NFL refs actually care about guys bleeding before. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway, I got distracted. Um, I just... These two teams are both so consistent and so solid over the course of our lifetime that, like, this, I saw somewhere that this is the lowest over-under in the NFL since 2004. Yeah, kind of wild. Can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Steelers-Pats, who would have guessed? Yeah, and, I mean, the Steelers are actually, like... Bailey Zapp versus Mr. Trubisky. Yeah, the Steelers are actually, like, decent. (laughs) The Patriots are not, but... It's just that that pickets hurt, I guess. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do well, we know for sure. Do we know for sure if Pickett is better than Trubisky? Oh, we don't. Yeah, people keep saying that, and I'm like, Kenny Pickett is trash. Like, this is a, a, very, a very minor downgrade. Like, this offense always looks like this. Like, ten points and a half, not bad for this team. Uh, usually, they, they play better defense than this, but oh well. Um, Zap is starting, right? It's not Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, anyway, well, Evan, we can, um, I, God, Evan, my team was so fucking bad this week. I'm sorry. Well, you're, you're telling me, man. <laughs> oh, was your team also bad? Oh, yeah, worse than yours. Um, oh. I, I, I mean, mean the I had bi- two guys get zero. <laughs> that was, that was pretty rough, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, so the biggest news, so, you know, here we are, we're, we're 13 weeks to the regular season, only one week left. Um, and now, uh, we, we have our first, uh, division clinched, uh, division title clinch. Uh, thus far, Joe clinches the Radabush division at eight and five. Uh, he's two games ahead of both Ryan and Ethan. So that was the big news of this week. Um, that also importantly, like clinches the bid steal that that is going to happen. Um, so it it, mo- it moves the uh, the final wild card is now basically locked into Tim, who's at twelve fifteen on point scored, uh, instead of Ethan, who's at eleven seventy seven and is currently sitting in the last spot out. So, like, for all those teams that are, like, below Ethan, like, it became, you know, a pretty difficult ask to an absolutely impossible one to make the playoffs. So, uh, you know, wasn't the hugest fan of Joe winning that game against Ryan last week. (laughs) You know, there are, like, three or four teams that would have significantly better playoff odds if Joe had lost that game. So, uh, you know, we're feeling it right now. We're feeling it. Yeah. Joe's team is so trashy. Like... (laughs) It's so ridiculous that Joe is this 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just annoyed that there are three teams in my division that are way better than Joe, and Joe got to like pop the champagne. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so triggered. <laughs> yeah, I will say Joe's been coming on a little bit. Like he has passed up uh, several teams on points scored. Uh, I think he's actually seventh in points scored now. Uh, that being said, like he's you know within twenty points of basically uh, every team below him uh, except Jay. So like it's not you know it's not like a huge gap between seventh and eleventh in points scored right now. He could easily wind up down there. And yeah, I mean you know it it has been frust- it's been frustrating for me especially this season. Like you know I have twelve fewer points than Joe, but I'm four games behind him in the standings. It's just like man, I don't know. One of these years I'm gonna get this in the opposite direction, but it's been it's been a while since that's happened. But yeah, maybe one day we'll make the playoffs the same year, Evan. Yeah, yeah. One year. Um. Uh, all right. Let, let's uh. Let's get uh, to the games then. Uh, uh, if you're... All right. Are we do we are we not going to talk about the stakes in the other divisions or? Is it, um. We... Sure. Yeah. We can. Uh, we can do a little overview here. Something. Something I do like about this week's in our league is that like half of the league changed their team name. Which yes. Is always, which is always fun in week 13. <laughs> um, everyone, who, everyone who bitches about the pod taking too long, um, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is not helping. Uh, so he's back is... That's Noah. Noah. Yeah. Leader which, and the best is Henry. Yeah. Okay, okay. This is funny. All right. Uh, I, I guess I shouldn't talk. I also changed my team name. But I only changed my team name because Ryan changed his team name in week 12. And um, I was – or week 13. He changed it leading up to this week, right? He changed uh, it to well, he changed it in the middle of – yeah, I guess he changed it coming in to sass Joe, and then he changed it again when uh, he lost to Joe. So Yeah, I, I think Ryan should have – I don't like this from Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan was dishing the trash talk. And then, and then he just immediately just uh, like relinquishes or whatever the word is to, to Joe. Even though like Ryan's team has more points on the year than Joe's, like like Ryan Ryan could have held firm. I think Ryan Ryan gave up the the throne or whatever a little too easy. You know yeah. I mean? Well, maybe we'll get a playoff rematch uh, between those two teams, and uh, and then we'll get a, the final answer there. That would be fun. Um. Yeah, so in the other two divisions, we've got your division, Ben. So you're sitting a game ahead of Quinn, uh, who could still win the division uh, with a win this week and a loss by you. Um, and then in the Sapaniac division, it's very wide open. Uh, we've got Andrew and Henry tied at 8-5. and five. Uh, Andrew with about a 20-point lead there. And then Noah, a game behind them, uh, also behind on points. So he, he's going to have to have a, a pretty crazy week to, to win that division. But yeah, all kinds of uh, interesting stuff going on in, in the pretty shitty Shibaniac division. So. Well, wait. Uh, well, Noah is out, right? Uh, no. I mean, if he wins and Henry and Andrew both lose and he oh, outscores and both are of them. playing each other. Right, yeah. Who, who are who are who are Henry? I just assume. Well, it's a rivalry week, so uh, Henry is playing Ryan and Andrew is playing you. Oh. So. Oh, fair. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes this week. As as we said, we've we've already started week fourteen. True. It's 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 cooking. I feel like the Steelers. I feel like the Steelers have played on Thursday night like five times this year. Yeah, that feels appropriate. I. I, I uh, anyway, um, 
So should we move into the matchups? Yep, let's do it. Um, All right. First one, uh, Quinn versus Tim. This was a this is a big game. You know, these are two uh, probable playoff teams. Quinn wins it one hundred and thirty eight to ninety eight. Uh, another weekly bonus for Quinn. I think this is his third. Maybe it's at least his second. Um, so yeah, big big win here for Quinn. Keeps himself alive in the division. Um, basically seals uh, the top wild card if he doesn't get the division. So um, man, yeah. Five guys scored twenty or more points for Quinn, so that that seems good. Yeah, just across the board, Quinn had a great week. Um, Brock Purdy came came. I, I was hating on Brock Purdy earlier this year when he had a couple of bad weeks in a row, but he's really been coming on the last month or so. He's been pretty good for fantasy. Yeah, he can still kind of be up and down, just depending on like game script and stuff and. All that jazz, uh, you know, he's not really like the focal point of that offense, despite being the quarterback. Um, but you know, when when they're just gonna like dick on teams like they did this week, uh, you know, it's gonna be good. And they're a really good teams. So that happens sometimes. And uh, yeah, and they've got some nice playoff matchups too. Like they're playing the Cardinals in the first week of the playoffs, and they're playing Washington in the week of the finals. Um, that, that is sandwiched around uh, playing the Ravens, uh, the best defense in the league in Week 16. Yeah. So you know, uh, maybe not ideal there, but the other two are pretty nice. Yeah. Um. Laporta, twenty points. Laporta, yeah. H chain, twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah, Nico Collins at one hundred and ninety-one yards. Like, yeah, it was it was everybody. I'm, I was really hoping Tim would, Tim would win this game so that I wouldn't have to like stress that much this week, but alas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't be too mad just because, like, yeah, Quinn's team is an absolute wagon. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what are you going to do? You know, he, he kind of deserves to, to be up right up there, so. Well, Quinn and I, like, Quinn and I both deserve to win divisions. It's like, yeah, to win a division, yeah. Like, when you, when you have teams like Joe's fucking winning divisions, it's just like... I, I feel like I have been first in this division all year, and I'm just, like, inevitably going to blow it the last week. Yeah. I'm going to end up in the wild card, which, not looking forward to it. Um, should we move on to Tim's team? Um, yeah, I do want to say good work, Quinn. It's another good week. Excellent job. Yeah, yeah Quinn, Quinn had a good week. I'm just, like, I'm... I'm just I'm not trying to gas up Quinn too much because you know he's a division rival you know and I'm right. feeling you know I'm feeling the competitive juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim's team is Patrick Mahomes bad? Yeah, man, the Chiefs not looking so hot these days. I think so. So I want the record to show. Uh, we were just looking at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy QB eight, Mahomes QB nine. Yeah. How many of us had that going? To, how many of us had that going into the season? Man, uh, I'm just looking at his game log. So Mahomes has two games this year with more than 22 points. Like, <laughs> that's that's wild. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. man, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, just one of those things. I, I here's the question, Ben. It is it is that time of year now. Where is Patrick Mahomes going to get drafted next year? Ooh, it's an interesting one, right? Because on, on the one hand, it's Patrick Mahomes. On the other hand, like. It hasn't been great, you know. If it doesn't turn around here in the next month, yeah. I mean, he's gonna. His floor is almost like 
it's always so far just because, like, I feel like Aaron Rodgers had a bad year, like, a few years ago, and I feel like the next year he's still just off of name recognition went, you know, fourth round. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 I just feel like the, the, the floor on Mahomes is just, He's, he's the most popular player in the NFL, right? Like, yeah, I guess he actually made it to the third round this year. I was a little surprised. He was the first pick of the third round in our draft this year. Yeah, I just, I have a, I have a hard time believing he just he falls out, like, out of the fourth round or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, ooh, did you know this is totally off topic? Did you know the Vikings are playing in Vegas this week? Uh, no, I did not. Apparently, a bunch of Vikings fans are going to fly from Minnesota to Vegas for this game. That, do, that does um, make sense. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tim's a Vikings fan, so it's kind of topical. Maybe Tim's yeah. going to fly to Vegas. You should. It's a great time of year uh, to do it. Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. Where's Alvin Kamara going in drafts next year? He's been great since coming back, uh, which I did not expect. I had this man last year, and he sucked. <laughs> he was really bad. Um it helps that they just like always throw the ball to him. Like he's been, I don't know, at least five catches in basically every game this year. Um, yeah, yeah, huge focal point of that offense, which isn't even very good. But I, I mean, he's going second round probably. Like may, maybe yeah. back back into the first. Like <laughs> your point, he has at least five targets in every game this year except for one. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, got a couple nice matchups coming up too. So. Yeah, uh, he's been a nice little. Uh, he was a nice little draft pick by Tim, I and mean, so he started the year suspended. You know, Tim got him with the last pick of the sixth round. That's uh, that's not bad. Yeah, to your point before, maybe we should start drafting people who are suspended higher. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every year it's always the question, and Camaro was kind of an interesting case because he had such a, a bad season last year. Where you know, I think he was. With, even without the suspension, was going to be like a fifth round pick or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like you can kind of weather the storm the first few weeks because there are no buys. So you can just like have the rest of your starting lineup pretty good. I mean, you know, Tim also did this with. Healthy. Yeah, right. Tim also did this with Cooper Cup. Um, he got Cooper Cup the last pick of the second round. Um, and Cup was injured the first month of the season. Now, he, he hasn't been. Very good. Um, the last month or so, really, yeah, not a great season. He started off real hot when he came back, but since has kind of struggled with the injury stuff again and, and just kind of inconsistent. So that hasn't paid off nearly as well as the Camara pick. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's something to consider. Just like it is easier to paper over these holes the first month of the season than it is at any other time of the year. So. Yeah, I agree. Plus, if you suck the first week, you get a good waiver pick, and you get, like, Pukunakua or something, you know? Like, <laughs> there are worse things than being bad in week one. Yeah. How many weeks was Kamara suspended again? Three? It was three, yeah. Yeah. So that's the secret, huh? Draft guys suspended the first few weeks of the season? Yeah. They're good. Just do, like, a, a longest yard thing, you know? All the guys who are uh, doing crimes in the offseason. And I'm excited for you and I to compete for whose team can be subtly worse week one next year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I was so close this year. I, I had the second fewest points scored, but I still won the game, and that really ruined my season. <laughs> like, actually, like, it almost certainly, uh, I would have been better off losing that game. So. Yeah, because like, you, I mean, just essentially, like, take Kyron Williams and put him from my team to your team, and maybe. Yeah, or, or Puka Nakua. Like, that was, like, Henry took Nakua with the first, uh, with the first waiver claim. So, yeah, either oh, one yeah, of those guys would have been. Would have been pretty nice, but oh well. Um, oh well. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll swear for Tim. Isaiah Pacheco was good this week. Uh, he's had a couple nice ones in a row. Eighteen points here. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's tough when you score ninety eight and then lose by forty, <laughs> but that's how it went for Tim. You know, getting the win wasn't hugely important for him. You know, he'd still be eliminated from, uh, or I guess he'd be only a game back from you, but with too many points to make up. So. Yeah, um, I was I was not too worried about if Tim had won the game. It's like I'm seventy up on Tim. Like right, I wasn't too worried. Or I don't remember what exactly I was up on him last week, but yeah, I mean it would have been more. You know, he made up points in oh, week yeah, thirteen. Yeah. So yeah, he made yeah yeah. Yeah, but Tim's looking oh, good to make the playoffs. Uh, he'll probably be the last wild card spot. So uh, maybe you'll uh, you'll play him in the in the, the semis. All right. I want to buy so bad. That's uh, it's helpful. That's for sure. Um. Okay. Hey, let's uh. Tight end seven. Yeah, he's having a nice little season. All right. Let's move on. All right. Um. I guess the the game that we've all been waiting for, Joe versus Ryan. Uh, Joe wins this one, clinches the division, one hundred and twenty five to ninety nine. Uh, another high scoring one. We had a couple of those this week. Um. And this was looking so good for Ryan, uh, like starting the week, like early Sunday uh, games. It was like, oh, this is going to be totally fine. Like Tyreek Hill put up 27 uh, in the early window. It's like, oh, Ryan's going to cruise to this. His team has been very good the last you know couple of months. Um, and then Joe's team, you know, roaring all the way back. Uh, <laughs> I guess it was Debo Samuel was a huge part of it. Put up 32 points for him. Uh on just a really bizarre stat line. He had four catches on four targets for 116 yards and two touchdowns, and then also had three carries for 22 yards and a touchdown on the ground. So that's uh, that's a Debo Samuel line. Like He's the only guy who could produce that line. Yeah. Um, I think another a big thing to look at here is the defenses. Joe got yeah. 17 from his defense. Ryan got negative one. That was that was bizarre. <laughs> the the Cowboys putting up negative one. Uh, like the Cowboys has been the, the best fantasy defense the whole season, um, and you know the the Seahawks have a pretty decent offense, but not not crazy by any means. So. Are the are the Cowboys frauds? Maybe. I mean, they did win the game. <laughs> Their offense right now not fraudulent, <laughs> but. Uh, it turns out they probably won't like get a pick six every game like they have basically been doing all season. So uh, that hurts when they don't do that. Um, even in that game, it's like Ryan had that happen, which was bad on Thursday night. The Cowboys defense putting up negative points, but he also had CD Lamb going for twenty, so it was mostly fine at that point. Um, but you're right, yeah. Uh, solid pickup by Joe to get the Falcons uh, against the Jets. Uh, you know, getting the Tim Boyle start always good for your fantasy defense. So. Oh, did he did he stream them? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks like he had them for a week. All right. Yeah, I'll give I'll I'll give Joe some props for that. That's a good stream. 
Yeah. I I could have been more on top of the. Uh, there are just so many injured quarterbacks right now. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of bad offenses. <laughs> right. You can just throw a rock and find a matchup against a backup quarterback, but Tim Boyle is definitely like the juicy one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Currently unemployed, Tim Boyle. Poor one out. Wait, did he get released? Yeah. <laughs> They're going back. They're going back to Zach Wilson. <laughs> I don't understand why teams do this. Like, clearly, you have seen this guy practice since <laughs> August. Yeah, I mean, in Tim Boyle's case, like, have you ever seen him play before? <laughs> it's like at any stage of his career. I, I don't like. I think these teams are all just fucking egomaniac douchebags. Sometimes, like, it's just, it's just like, like. What could you have possibly learned from this one day that you didn't know all these days before, and and like you're just gonna like release the guy and pick someone up off the street to like learn your playbook from scratch in week twelve? Like, what, like yeah. Like, like, what are you like? Who are you gonna backfill Tim Boyle with that is better? I guess at least in this case they are so their backup now is Trevor Simeon who has been on the roster the whole time. He I think he was on the practice squad for a while. Um so like at least he's been in the system. But yeah, it, it is unclear to me why why you would like switch to Tim Boyle at all like in the first place <laughs> cuz like you knew we knew this was going to happen. Um uh, I don't know. It's just it's just it's very scapegoaty to me and I don't Yeah. Like it. I'm excited like, for I'm excited for the inevitable Trevor Simeon start week 18. Like, like it's going to happen, and it's going to be incredible. So, can't wait. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Jalen Warren just lost about 10 yards on a reverse. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Well, Mario Stevenson got hurt. Yeah. He's not playing tonight. Poor one out. That seemed like it might be a, a, big, uh, a big bad one for Ryan as well, because, yeah, he went down – uh, in Brian, the first half, I think, uh, for this week. Uh, I don't know. I don't have it sitting in front of me. I'll, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, go, I'll go look. Yeah, but uh, for week 13 against Joe, uh, Ramondre Stevenson only put up two points for Ryan, so that was looking kind of tough. Obviously, it ended up being not especially close, so that wasn't going to be the deal breaker there. But um, Can we put an asterisk on this win for Joe because of Ramondre Stevenson's injury? That's fair. Um, hmm. Let me see. Did Kareem Hunt injure himself? No, he played the whole game. Trevor Lawrence got hurt. But that happened late in the game. So that happened. At, yeah, that happened very late. It was, yeah. it was an overtime, or that? Or wait, no, that game. Uh, yeah, the fourth quarter. Um, um, why did Why did Joe start Dearness Johnson? Um, well, I mean, look at his bench. Uh, <laughs> there's there's not a ton left. Um, yeah, Joe had no healthy player, healthy flexible players on his bench this week. So, and Giannis Johnson had been getting some work. Like he had two straight games with seven carries. Like it was like maybe kind of a thing. Uh, he didn't play very well uh, this week. Uh, put up less than a point, it would, but it would help. It would help Joe out to do a few transactions. Yeah, this was the kind of thing where it's like having used your bench earlier in the year to like cycle through and get guys would have been helpful because like. If you're doing it week of, this is kind of the best you're gonna do. Like, you know, I, I you know, given given where the, like the waiver wire was last week, I can't even blame Joe for starting Dearness Johnson, but it's like maybe you should have been in a situation where like 
this isn't your bench right now, you know? Like, he was holding Luke yeah. Musgrave until last week, and, you know, he's been out for the season for, like, three weeks. So it's that kind of thing. Uh, but ultimately, it doesn't matter because you can just skate to a division title, you know? Yeah. Um, also, I just I want just to show Joe how much real estate he occupies in my head on a daily basis. I, I went to the transaction, you know, thingy on the standings, and I saw I'm not even first in ranking, or excuse me, I'm not even first in transactions. I mean, I'm not even close to first, and Joe was yeah. like, Joe was talking about, um, in the group meeting, he was talking about, uh, like, switching to, to fab or, like, pay per ad or whatever, and I didn't even bother looking at the, like, transactions because i just assumed like oh yeah i'm probably in first by a lot but like I'm yeah in fourth. I'm in it's, fourth. it's actually it's actually me uh I, i'm you're, you're, destroying you're, the competition I, I am i am closer <laughs> to joe than i am to you i yeah i uh it's been rough so that's that's the thing with this debate it's like having more transactions is not a good thing for your team generally speaking like you know like i'm only doing this because i am desperately trying to find anything that works you know like um and and like punishing that like isn't gonna do anything like it's not gonna like make well it will make me less likely to just do this but it won't make my team any better or worse it's just gonna be like whatever like um yeah. I, I want to switch to fab just because like I think any change is good for me and I think Joe will fuck up his fab and I won't um, and so that's like that's why I'm I, like I said in the group me like I'm just like why would you not cycle through your bench like I, I don't I don't know I don't know what I don't know what Joe Joe like likes to do his like villain bit with like everything but like it's it's fantasy football like why would we not just you know cycle through your shitty bench guys until you find someone good right yeah and he's like pointing out it's like oh like quinn like quinn hasn't made any moves and you know he's got the highest scoring team in the league and it's like well yeah he doesn't have to make any moves because he has the highest scoring team in the league like you know look go look at quinn's roster and tell me which of those guys you drop you know it's like of course he's only made a few moves this season so yeah it seems like a weird a weird thing to say i don't know whatever it's also like he he also like blame like accused you of like uh roster churning which you haven't done this year uh i don't think not to my knowledge so uh there yeah, you go I, I said i said that in the i said that in the group when, when he said churn i actually like forgot what that meant exactly like i haven't done it in so long that like when he said roster churn I thought he was referring to me just kind of like cycling through guys on my bench, like kind of like ad dropping. But I for, I forgot that it's referring to like you know trying to like screw someone who like yeah you know is like leaving their quarterback or tight end in or whatever. Um, yeah, I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, I mean that's a lot harder to do in a twelve-team league than a fourteen as well. There's yeah, just yeah, no, more quarterbacks available. Yeah, you just we haven't really had a chance to do it. This, like I totally would do it if I could. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like they're just like our league is like pretty uh, attentive. Yeah, people are on top of their stuff these days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember attempting this back in like twenty eighteen or something, um, and it, it didn't work out, but. Yeah, it's been a while since that kind of move has been a thing. 
I remember I successfully did it one time, and then it was the tra- it was like before the train deadline, so whoever I did it to just like traded for me. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Um, alright, uh, should we do the next game? Uh, yeah. Alright, next one is, uh, Ethan versus Jay. Uh, this is a low-scoring one. Ethan wins it, it's, uh, 74 to 66. Uh, Ethan is, is still alive for the playoffs. He's, he's really kind of the only threat to Tim for the last wild card, but he is down by 38 points, so that would take, you know, a pretty strong performance for Ethan and a weak one for Tim. Um... So yeah, Ethan could have helped himself out here by having a better week than this, but had a, a few things not go his way. Uh, I mean, the biggest one was uh, Tank Dell is now out for the season. He broke his fibula. Let's pour one out for Tank Dell. Man, it was it was fun this season. So uh, that, that, that one's a bummer. Especially he did it early in the game and didn't have a catch yet, you know, like in an important game. So that's a bummer. Um and that also hurts Ethan because he's got C.J. Stroud as his quarterback. So, like, anything that hurts the Texans' offense is, is kind of doubly bad for Ethan there. So Yeah. Without, without Tank Dell, uh, this Ethan team is a little less intimidating. Yeah. Also, is Jonathan Taylor going to come back soon? Yeah. It, I'm going to guess that he won't play this week either. He's not practicing uh, as of today, Thursday. Um and it sure sounded initially like it was going to be multiple weeks. So I'm guessing he doesn't play this week. You can hope for the first week of the playoffs, but I think that's kind of in question as well. So that was unfortunate timing on that one for sure. Yeah, um, I, think for, I think for content, like for the playoffs, I think, sorry, Ethan, just like with this Tank Dell injury and with Jonathan Taylor's injury, I, I don't think we really want Ethan in the playoffs anyway. Yeah, he's he's not he's not at his peak right now. It just doesn't it just doesn't seem like a super like Ethan is Ethan is Florida State right now. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, I mean? good call. Um, I I do like this Ethan team. Like I I've, I've enjoyed watching Ethan like MacGyver this roster together this season that I thought was like pretty bad at the start of the year. And you know it, he's probably going to come up a little bit short here, but uh, it's been a it's been a fun ride, and you know he'll probably win the consolation and get the number one pick. So, uh, yeah, I mean, part of the issue the last couple of weeks has been uh, some of the kind of uh, actually good players on this team coming back down to earth. Like Austin Eckler has been pretty bad for three games in a row now. He had only three points this week, and Adam Thielen had another bad game as well. So. He hasn't had double digits since week six. Um, so, yeah, just kind of some stuff that was, you know, like the feeling thing was pretty surprising at the start of the year and it's coming back down. So, yeah, that, that might be – we might be approaching the end of the line for Ethan's team. Yeah, I, I second what you said. I, I want the record to show that um, my previous comment about not wanting Ethan in the playoffs, I, I don't want that soundbite to be taken and – plastered across you know mainstream media out of context you know i i have a lot of respect for ethan as an owner and uh as, as a as a fantasy player and um i i think he's done a lot with his with his roster this year just you know sometimes you have a couple of bad injuries and that's just kind of how it goes yeah yeah you know? austin eckler uh clearly not recovered from what, whatever his injury yeah, this is tough. This is tough. <laughs> Austin Eckler, two points or whatever. Yeah, he hasn't had more than 70 yards since coming back from his injury in week six. So 
Yeah, it's not. I mean, that guy stinks. <laughs> I mean, how it can't be any worse than fourteen for twenty-eight, right? I mean, that that no, four, fourteen for twenty-eight is like a standard Joshua Kelly line. That guy's bad. <laughs> yeah, Kelly hit, hit, this season has averaged two point six yards per carry. So yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, he's a free agent right now. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I might pick him up. They they are playing apparently the the worst fantasy run defense this uh, this week, the Denver Broncos. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, all right. Anything else for Ethan? Uh, Chuba, 22. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Chuba's uh, been pretty good down the stretch here. 25 carries in that game. <laughs> Love it. The uh, interim head coach, giving him some work. The Carolina offense is interesting. It's, yeah. I, I have I have I have Chuba in Dynasty and I have no idea how to value this man. Yeah, I mean he's like the most confusing player on my roster from like a valuation standpoint. I have no like this man could be the starting running back on this team next year or he could be like a third stringer somewhere. Yeah, I absolutely. <laughs> I have no idea. Um yeah, the problem is that Miles Sanders is under contract, you know, and, and getting paid. Or it's like Chuba Hubbard is not. So, Andrew Nelson offered me Miles Sanders because I have Chuba. He offered me Miles Sanders for Madison, and I no. turned it down. I probably should have accepted it, but I don't know. Yeah, Sanders is nothing very good this year, but Madison has also been bad. But like, yeah, I don't know. So no. it's just would I rather have would I rather have the two running backs from a shitty offense or one running back for you know. Would I rather have two running backs from the same shitty offense yeah. or from two different shitty offenses? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. For Jay, uh, not a great week. You know, don't wanna don't wanna belabor the point here. Uh, McCaffrey was good. Sam Howell was fine. Chris Olave was good. Everyone else, not very good. So. Yeah. yeah. Even Zach, even Zach Moss was disappointing. I started him in another league. Uh, was expecting a little more than six points out of Zach Moss in his return to uh, the starter role there. But yeah, that's surprising. Yeah, they scored a lot he of points got, in that game too. He got he got twenty touches too. Yeah, just one of those weeks, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not quite sure what's going on there. Uh, I feel like, so just because there's no like name, there's no name value there. There's no like, uh, brand value with Sam Howell. Like you're going to be able to get him in like the sixth or seventh round as like a YOLO quarterback. Um, cause you know, like, you know how it's been this year. It's been 300 yards, uh, with like two TDs and two picks every game this season, which, which is fun. Uh, it's, it's like gonna... baby Jameis, you know? <laughs> I was gonna guess later than that. I was gonna guess more like ninth, tenth round. Like, yeah, like, maybe. Kind of like Jared Goff range. Yeah, it is. It's interesting because like there's a definite chance that Sam Howell does not make it through next season as the starter there. Like he's definitely in the like could get benched at any time kind of area. Uh, and I would also guess that they'll have a different coaching staff next year. 
which might tamp down some of this uh, volume a little bit. So it, it's kind of hard to say. It, it's hard to say that he's going to repeat this year, which not very many people do this kind of stat line, you know. Is he still leading the league in passing yards? I'm going to guess not. Maybe, though. He hasn't slowed down that much. He, he had not a very good game passing yardage twice this season, or this week. But let me look it up. Really quick. Buy this. Man, there's still teams that haven't had their buy yet. Like, yeah, there are two on buy this week, and then we'll be done. Um, so, yeah, that's a part of it. So, CJ Stroud has passed him. Uh, CJ Stroud is leading the league right now. Um, and Howell is only a few yards ahead of Tua, who uh, has more passing yards per game. Than Howell, but yeah, he's sitting in second. So, these rookies have been yeah, taking over. yeah. Um, I still hate the name Commander. I'm never gonna say it. Maybe they'll uh, rebrand. I, you know, I've heard some rumblings about that. So. Washington football team was so cool. I was always out on Washington football team, but I liked it a lot better than Commanders. That's for sure. You always do. They're gonna do some generic ass fucking. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else for Jay? There's not a ton going on here. I want to talk more about Jay's team because I know he's a dedicated listener. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If you're Jay, do you want us to talk about your team this year? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He's yeah, yeah. It's it's been a tough season. Jay Jay bounce back. I hope so. I hope so. The league, the league is the league is better when Jay's team is good. <laughs> I agree. All right, let's uh let's do our next one then. It's uh Noah versus Henry. This was a this was another big game with a lot of uh, divisional implications and it was really close at the end. Uh, Henry wins it a hundred uh one hundred point three two to ninety eight point seven two for Noah. So a one point wow. six point victory. Um, yeah, Dana Rest- the lead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is this what you're gonna say? No, I mean, like we buried the lead. Like this is probably the oh, game this game. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, the really interesting thing here, though, is that uh, Henry actually left a flex spot open because he benched uh, Joe Mixon on Monday night. Um, I guess in fear of Mixon posting like negative two points uh, and and losing him the game. Uh, but then Mixon put up twenty four. Uh, and it's an interesting situation because like Henry would be leading that division right now if he had started Joe Mixon. Instead, he is just tied on record, but 21 points behind or 19 points behind Andrew for the division title. So like missing those t- 24 points from Joe Mixon is like pretty hugely important for Henry right now. Um, yeah, because Joe could get a buy. That too. I mean, uh, but just from Henry's perspective, it's like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta pass Andrew on points if you want to win the division here. Like it, it, it's not good enough to just tie him on record. Right. So, uh, yeah, beyond even the implications of Dubai, which are also much harder to get without these 24 points. Like, yeah, it's, uh, well, we're saying, we're saying the same thing. We're saying the same thing. thing on it. I'm just saying right. if the whole point of winning the division is to try to get the buy. Well, if you're Henry, it's to get into the playoffs because Henry will not be a wild card team. Um, so he needs to win the division to make the oh, playoffs yeah, at right. all. Um, oh yeah, you're you're right, you're right. So yeah, the the nice little cherry on top would be also getting a bye, which is still possible uh, for Henry. 
But um, yeah, having those 24 points, I don't know. They like it. I feel like he should have started because like the chance of Joe Mixon putting up, you know, more than negative 1.6 or less than negative 1.6 are pretty low. Like that that's like an all time bad game. Um, and then, you know, yeah. he was going to put up at least five. You know, he's had at least six points in every game of the season. So you're kind of just costing yourself points <laughs> at that point. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. It was probably an overthinking moment from uh, from Henry. You had me convinced. I did not. I will admit, this is the first time I have seen this from Henry. Or like, like what what I mean is like I did not click on anyone else's matchup. This is the first I have seen of this thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably not the smartest move from our resident warrior. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, if Henry had those points, he he would have the bye right now. He'd, yeah, right. He, he'd be the two seed right now. He would be he, if he had started mixing. Yeah, he would be he'd be at eleven fifty eight. He he'd have Andrew passed on points. He'd have Joe passed on points. Right. And he, yeah. Yeah, so, and, and as it is, he's not in the playoffs. So, yeah, that's a pretty big difference, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, to avoid the, like, tiny chance that he would go, you know, negative two or whatever. So, yeah, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Wow. Yeah, not to pile on Henry here, but, like, wow. Yeah. It, like, it might end up, like, not mattering anyway. Like. Yeah, if, definitely if possible. If he, if, he, if he wins... And I beat Andrew. Right. And he passes Joe on points. Then he would still have the two seed. But that's three things that need to happen. Right. Yeah. Two things to win the division itself. Or, so. or I guess he doesn't necessarily need Andrew to lose. He just he could he could outscore. Yeah. Right. He could, yeah, outscore him by 20 points. So, yeah, it's definitely still possible. He's got a strong shot of the division still, but he could have made himself the favorite uh, going into the final week just by not benching one of his players. So that is tough. Um, I mean, otherwise, like, he had a pretty nice game. Obviously, he would have, he would have been in the 120s with that uh, addition. So James Conner had a nice game, a couple touchdowns and 100 yards. Puka Nakua was really good. Um, Taysom Hill... Had a, a nice little bounce back from a couple sort of down weeks, because um, of course he did. Uh, Henry also started Bryce Young this week, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Uh, Bryce Young did not do very well, uh, but <laughs> he still won. Yeah. Was there anyone else? I, I had to imagine there was somebody other than Russell, Bryce Young. When, was, when did Russell Wilson, when did Joe drop Russell Wilson? Um, that might have been late in the week. Uh, yeah, who's to say? But like Matthew Stafford is available. Uh, bad though. Yeah, not nearly as bad as Bryce Young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so Stafford ended up scoring twenty three points in this game. So yeah, I mean there was some other options. It, it is getting pretty slim on the quarterback market. Um, oh wow! Yeah, Bryce Young has not cracked double digits. Since. Yeah, like Bryce Young, especially for fantasy, has been like pretty, pretty bad. Um, 
And they were playing the Bucks, whose defense isn't great, but it's not like terrible, terrible either. Yeah, um, I, I mean, we, what, Baker. So I guess Baker wasn't much better. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it all worked out. <laughs> so, so maybe kind of questionable decisions. Did it all work out? Well. I guess he got the win. So he kept himself alive, which is good. You know, like you, you like to see that. That was goal number one was uh, was staying alive. And he did that. Um, but yeah, it, it, you're right. It, it may not work out in the end. <laughs> um, let's see, for Noah, uh, this, is, this is a tough loss for Noah. Um, he's really going to struggle now. I mean, with a win, he'd be right up in there. He'd, he'd have a definite shot at the division. As is, he need, he needs a bunch of things to break his way this week. Um, notably, like he needs to win and have Andrew and Henry lose and also pass both of them on points. It, it's going to be tricky. <laughs> it's going to be very tricky. I'm, I'm rooting for it. it. It would be fun. It would definitely be fun. Um, it would be funny. Yeah. Uh, so he scored 98 points in one of the more difficult ways by just having everybody be like decent and nobody be that good. Like his top scorer was his defense. The, the Chargers defense put up 17 pitched a shutout against the Patriots. His uh, lowest scorer was Garrett Wilson with five points. Like that's a, it's a pretty small spread <laughs> to get to 99 points with. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, what happened in this Chargers Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked really cold when I was watching, uh, but I, I too am, am pretty baffled by the six to nothing final score. Did you see that the the Chargers covered? Um, no, I, I'm sure like back at old school NFL there were lots of six six nothing games. Yeah, um, but did you, you see the Chargers were five and a half point favorites and they and they covered. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things of the week. Um, yeah, it's a weird game. I mean, I mean the Chargers are a bizarre team too, but like. Obviously, the Patriots, no offense, um, really good defense still, uh, even in, in this year. So Chargers, Chargers probably going to clean house at the end of the year, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's gone. Um, the coaching staff, anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, Noah's gotten a, a couple of, I mean, <laughs> I'm including this current week already, but he got a nice game uh, from Ezekiel Elliott in week 13. Because uh, Vermandre went out in the first half, Zeke got 17 carries. He had four catches. Uh, he put up nine points without scoring a touchdown, which I didn't really think Ezekiel Elliott was going to do this season. <laughs> so, uh, can I bitch about this quick? Yeah, I have I have Ramondre in Dynasty. I gave up a first round. I gave up my first round pick next year to Henry uh, during Mitch's during Mitch's wedding for <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson. Um, yeah, I may have had a few too many on the dance floor. Yeah. Fired this trade off. Um, but like the guy, if you have you seen the video of Ramondre Stevenson getting tackled on his injury? No. So like the guy does the thing where like he kind of like grabs him. Like imagine a guy kind of like weeping towards someone from behind, like and like grabbing them from like the, by like the shoulder pads and just kind of like dropping their hip to the ground. You, you, can you like, yeah. imagine what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and so then, so this guy like weeps, weeps towards Stevenson from behind, grabs his shoulder pads and just drops his hip down. And like, as he's doing it, like, right, he's dragging Ramondre Stevenson down from behind. And so like, he's like dropping his hip down and he just like, 
lands on his leg, because, like, of course he does, and, like, just, like, bends his ankle, and it's like, this tackle, I don't know why this is, like, we ban, in the NFL, we ban the defensive players from doing every fucking other thing. Like, why, if you had not seen this clip, like, it's not, like, it's not, like, the worst thing I've ever seen on a football field, but, like, it is dumb that you are allowed to, like, tackle someone in this manner. Because it, like, clearly will hurt them. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's like super avoidable to, like, not do. Well. I'm, an, I, I'm just, anyway, I'm just, I'm pissed off because I gave up a first round pick for this guy, and now he's injured. And it was, like, a stupid play. Anyway. Yeah, pour one out. Um, I guess, speaking of Garrett Wilson... On Noah's roster, uh, I was playing a little uh, NCAA football uh, before we uh, got on the call then. Uh, and, the, and the version of that that I have has rosters updated from 2021, I think, um, for whatever reason. And uh, so I was playing against Ohio State today. And that wide receiver room in this video game that I was playing against, uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> how did they do that? I have no idea. Those guys were in four separate classes. I'm just like, what in the world? Um, so, yeah. Excited for Marvin Harrison Jr. in the NFL next year. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes in our dynasty draft. I mean, he should go first, right? Well... Unless someone needs a quarterback and picks Caleb Williams, I, I suppose. Yeah, I just think wide receivers are, are way more predictable, right? It's like you ba- like a wide receiver who goes top five, you know they're going to be like a really good player. Whereas like a quarterback, it's like they might be Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're probably going to know. Let me just let me just look. You say start talking. Okay, I'm talking. Uh, Devontae Smith is good this week. Sixteen points. I, I, what are you looking up right now? <laughs> I'm seeing who's gonna have the first pick in our. Ah. So Mitch, so Mitch is gonna have the first pick. He currently has that quarterback. Oh, he has Joe Burrow. He's probably not gonna. Yeah, there you go, Marvin Harrison, pick. baby. So yeah, so he'll pick Harrison. Nice. That's that's fun. That's exciting. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else for Noah here? Uh, AJ Dillon is so annoying. All right. <laughs> he just like he just like hangs around. He's just hanging around. Yeah, he's had a, a a long string now of boring games. Like he has had between four point three and nine point five points every week for the last seven weeks. He has not scored a touchdown in any of those games. <laughs> he just yeah, that's what he does. He gets like eight points. That's it. So it's not the worst kind of guy to have, you know. Yeah. It, it helps. It helps that Aaron Jones keeps getting injured. But <laughs> did you see Rogers came practice today? I did he? I thought I thought we were done with that. It says it says limited and return to practice. Huh. I thought I saw this weekend that he was uh, not going to play this year, but I guess not. I mean, I mean, he's probably not going to play. But that doesn't mean he can't you know run around and do some drills. Right. That makes sense. I guess just given where the Jets are, like, there's no real reason to push it like they're not gonna make the playoffs so um, yeah fair enough 
But if you know, if he's healthy enough to practice, then might as well. So how many games? So they're four and eight. Yeah. What, what if? So what if they? Uh, what if they finish? What if they I mean, finish the year out like four and like like so twelve games? What if they finish out four and one, eight and nine? Does that does that give them a shot at the playoffs? I really doubt it. Like, uh, the AFC is reasonably strong this year. Uh, I mean, eight and nine would be pretty unusual for a wild card team. So, uh, I think they probably have to win all five, uh, which you know seems unlikely. <laughs> What's their schedule? They've they've got Houston, Miami, Washington, Cleveland, and some other team in Week eighteen that the fantasy site doesn't show. So, I mean, that seems unlikely. <laughs> at Miami in Week 15, especially. They, and they're going to have to do, like, at least a couple of those games without Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny for Zach Wilson because it's like, if you win, you <laughs> <benched>. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose, you won't get benched. That's fun. I guess if you lose too much, you might get benched for Trevor Simeon. So... That might that might be even worse. He might want to. He might not want to play in that Miami game anyway. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um, yeah, let's do let's do my game first. I don't want to end on my game. Um, so. I don't want to end on my game. Oh, my game was worse than your game, though. Okay. <laughs> um, so Andrew beat me, uh, eighty-three to sixty-eight. Uh, not not the most aesthetically pleasing fantasy matchup right here. Um, let's see for Andrew. Uh, he got a really nice game on Monday night, I guess, from Jamar Chase. Uh, which I guess I wasn't aware of until just now. Uh, what wasn't important to the outcome really? He already had it sewed up. Uh, Travis Etienne was also good on Monday night. Fourteen points for him. Um, largely just kind of ho hum performances for Andrew's good players. He did start Dallas Goddard, who. Uh, I believe didn't play in this game, so poor one out there. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. If we're gonna give Henry shit for like uh, intentionally not starting Joe Mixon, we should also give Andrew shit for starting Dallas Goddard, who was injured instead of Jacob Conquo uh, at tight end, because Conquo put up six points. So that that would be a nice little you know additional cushion to have if you're Andrew. Uh, yeah, just I, six I, more points. Andrew, Andrew kind of pisses me off with like how little fucks he gives all the time and <laughs> yeah. how good his teams always are. It all, it's always um, this way for Andrew. I don't know how every single year uh, he has like pretty middling points for, but he's always like nine and five. And I, I don't know how. <laughs> and, and, well, he's made, and, and he's made and he's made two moves. <laughs> and well, yeah, I was just gonna say he, he never makes more than one move a week. Yeah, um, I mean, it's literally two moves this whole season. One of those was because I told him to, like, a week or two ago, because I needed him to win. Uh, like, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just, this is how it goes. Some people are, are blessed. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it would be funny if Andrew winds up losing the division by like three points. And then we can say that like Andrew like blew it, but with this decision, but also like if Henry hadn't blown it with that other decision, like it wouldn't have mattered. So like, like, clearly no one deserves to win this division. <laughs> exactly. That's, well, that's okay. my point. <laughs> we're, 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 we're putting our flag down. I mean, we are, we are rooting for Noah. I'm sure Noah hasn't done anything dumb this season. So yeah. Uh, team Noah. Um, okay. Yeah. For my team, uh, it started off pretty nice on Thursday night with Dak Prescott, uh, Dak Prescott QB three. So that's, that's good. Um, man, the rest Where's of the team, though, <laughs> it's funny. Cause I feel like everybody's so anchored to Dak Prescott being like, where did they get picked this year? Eight, an eighth round quarterback. <laughs> It'll be higher than that. Uh, what? I don't know. Fifth round. Will Dak go? Yeah. <laughs> why, why would he not go before Sam Howell? Or, 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 or no, 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 I mean... Um, <laughs> you mean Mahomes? Mahomes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a pretty good question. I bet they're going to be pretty close. Um, huh. Because, I mean, Dak, like, it's been pretty impressive. Um, he has 26 touchdowns, only six interceptions. Uh, QB won for, like, a solid, like, two-month stretch here. I don't know. That's gonna that's gonna be close. That's definitely gonna be close. Fair. Um, yeah, the rest of my team. team it was a tough. It was a tough week. Yeah, I had Barkley and DJ Moore on by, and it's like I don't. I just don't have the depth for that to happen <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, at Perry. Perry, which like that that could have gone worse. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, one catch for 30 yards like thank god um but yeah in hindsight it would have been great to start tajay spears uh but he he got a bunch of work after jerick henry got injured in the middle of the game so couldn't have seen that one coming really yeah. um yeah i mean it wasn't great i tried to stream Jawan johnson at tight end because he had had uh like i guess he'd had one okay game and and a bunch of the Saints receivers were injured. That was my whole theory for the week. It's like, well, the Saints don't have much of anyone to throw to, so I'll just like throw some darts at some Saints guys and hope hope they score a touchdown against like the Lions' terrible pass defense. And Johnson had zero catches, and Ad Perry had one. <laughs> so. I think because they just gave it to Taysom Hill a bunch. Yeah, and Olave had a nice game as well. Um, I, think, I think I think that's what we've learned from the Saints is that whenever they uh, whenever cars hurt or something's wrong, they just Plan B is always yeah. Yeah. I should have known that that would happen with this offense. It's like, oh, let's just like force feed Olave, Camara, and like give Taysom Hill all of the goal line work, um, receiving and rushing, and like, yeah, th- there was going to be none left for these guys. So that was that was disappointing. Um, I don't know. This some of these other it was yeah, it wasn't great overall. Fuck, I might I might start Taysom Hill at quarterback this week if Cards going be out. Do it. Do it. Um, Jerome Ford, your namesake. Yeah, Jerome Ford. It, it was like one big touchdown catch was basically the entirety of his fantasy game, but he's been pretty good. He, yeah. 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 That was a tough game for the Browns. It, it's been tough since uh, Watson got injured. Uh, the Joe Flacco experience hasn't been ideal either, so... Um, yeah, and then Cooper got hurt in the middle of the game for like the third time this season. 
Um, How do I feel about Joe Flacco starting over PJ Walker? I I don't Walker must be just like totally out there because like yeah they they went back to like DTR first and then DTR got injured so they did Flacco instead. So I don't know. I yeah I guess I kind of get it because like they they need to like try to win the games like they're still in playoff position and like their offense was pretty bad with PJ Walker for a good portion of that time. So I get it. Like I get just trying something different. Um, it was funny. Apparently like Amari Cooper was talking up Joe Flacco to the media, like before this week. And I was like, you know, good work soldier, like, you know, support your guy. But yeah, that didn't look great either. So I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. It's, it's going to be a bummer if this team misses the playoffs. Cause it's like, they have, I don't know, one of the five best defenses of the past decade, and it just like won't matter because their offense just can't get their shit figured out. So. Yeah, I mean, it's what happens when you sell your soul to the devil. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And then the devil gets injured. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you can take the metaphor, whatever direction you want to go. Yeah. All right, uh, let's do your game then. Yeah, Tom wins this one, 96 to 86. God, I, I don't know if I've ever had two donuts in the same. <laughs> That's tough. And, like, not, not for injury either, just, like, just donuts. Yeah, like, like, should I have started Watson over Noah Brown? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've learned the hard way that, like, trusting Christian Watson is not a great thing to do, typically. Uh, but he scored 20 points. Well. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe you should have started Deontay Johnson. Oh, he only had one. Yeah, he had four catches. Okay. He only he has one catch today. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could, I, could, I, could see, I could see your rationale there. I guess maybe I would have been a little more cautious with Brown, like, coming back from injury. But, you know, I don't think it's, like, a huge mistake or anything. Like, these other guys, like, aren't the most consistent either. So, Yeah. Noah Brown, I mean, he got, I, I was a little bit nervous because um, uh, it was like him, Tank Dell, and uh, Nico Collins were all healthy. And right. I was, a little bit, I was a little bit nervous, but he, he ended up playing, he, he got a lot of, he got a lot of snaps, he just didn't really, yeah. didn't really do much. Yeah, it was all, all Nico Collins for the Texans this week. What did Dotson have this week? How's the, how's the Dotson McCoy? Yeah. So Terry McLaurin, a big donut that could uh, that could close it. I mean, Washington was very bad this week. <laughs> they lost by thirty points. So I'll, I'll check. Dotson. Yeah, two. <laughs> two points. Okay, slowly closing the gap here. <laughs> yeah. Um. My yeah. My team was like besides the two donuts was like actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Trey McBride is... Trey McBride, man. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you didn't tell me that Trey McBride was on by this week. I, I did know that uh, when we traded. But you didn't tell me. Yeah, I mean, that matters. Surely that matters less for you than it did for me at the time we traded. Because um, I, was, I was pretty desperate for wins at the time. And, you know, I you was, can... I, I was desperate too. Oh, Evan, I meant to ask you on the podcast. Should I drop... Uh, Royce Freeman to stream a tight end. 
Yes. <laughs> Wait, Royce Freeman had one carry in this last game. <laughs> okay, so but which tight which tight end? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're all equally terrible. Wait, why is Tyler Kraft getting added so much? Or Tucker Tucker Kraft? Wait, wait. Who, no, you're, think, you're thinking, thinking of Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft is, is Tyler Croft even in the NFL anymore? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, no. Well, no. Yeah, he's on the Dolphins. Wow, he's 31 wow. and he's still on the Dolphins. Huh. What are you up to, Tyler Croft? Um, let me see. Or Kyle Pitts. <laughs> or Kyle Pitts? I mean, what do you think? Njoku or Kyle Pitts? Um, well, I guess I can tell you that I'm going to waiver you for Njoku. So, Are you? Yes. So, there's no need. <laughs> Why do you need Njoku? Because yeah, I started Jawan Johnson last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intimately familiar with the tight end streaming options right now. It's uh, it's not great. My waiver this week. Damn it. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, I guess it's Kyle Pitts then, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So I dropped Algier or Royce Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> I know, I'm just he played four snaps. <laughs> Um, okay, let's give Tom some shine here and then uh, and then get out of here. Um, yeah, yeah. Man, Tom took a huge lead on you on Thursday night. Uh, this happened to me in Word League as well. DK Metcalf, 31 points on Thursday night. Uh, that hurts. You know, it, it, it's tough to be behind by that much uh, right out of the gates. Um, and then Derek Henry had a really good game before he got injured. Uh, he basically did 24 points in the first half, uh, which is, you know, December Derrick Henry, it's happening if he can just stay healthy. So the rest of Tom's team, I guess Cortland Sutton uh, had another good week. He's up to nine touchdowns, uh, but pretty much everyone else was average to pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I don't know, sort of yeah, uneven. Yeah, God, like this game pissed me off so fucking much. Like Tom is a good owner. He tries hard. I don't, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but like. God damn it, this pissed me off. Like, he, he had like he had like two guys. Well, I guess Sutton had a good game. He had three guys who had a good game. I had like seven guys who had good games, but I just had two guys get fucking donuts. I'm just, ugh, I'm so mad. I like, I, I needed this. I did not want this to come down to the last week because, you know, the last week. I get nervous. Yeah. Uh, I want, yeah, let's, uh, let's shout out Tom, you know, he's, he's been pretty dead in the playoff race for quite a while. Um, and, and really doesn't have much of a shot right now. Um, but like, he's really moved his way up the point scored leaderboard. Uh, there's, there's a big thicket of us, like right in the same range, but he could easily finish like sixth in the league in scoring if he has another good week this week. So that would be pretty impressive. Uh, and also just another sign that the Yost division is, uh, the greatest of all time. So yeah, Tom could, we could have all four, if Tom passes uh, Andrew on points, he, Tom is only 18 points behind Andrew. We could have all four teams in our division be ahead of all, uh, 
all four teams in your division. Yeah, how's, yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me feel like the AL Central, you know, it's, it's a tough place to be. Uh, I think there was a time uh, this season, like fairly far into the season, where all five AL East teams were above all five AL Central teams. This is a, that's kind of the same situation here. Uh, yeah, I mean, so Tom, Tom this year, uh, his points against is higher than Quinn's points for, which is nuts. <laughs> I mean... Quinn is the best team in the league, or the most points scored in the league. So, like, that's uh, that's pretty crazy to have, like, the average team who's played against you be better than the best team in the league. Yeah, that is pretty wild. Um, well, Evan, I think this is a good episode. I hope the people are fired up. We have a lot of – we have. I feel like we have more good storylines going into this week than we normally do. We got a bunch of good uh, like divisional stuff and, and not a ton of intrigue on uh, the wild card spots, but uh, yeah, the division stuff's going to be pretty juicy for sure. And you know, still like for, for people like me who are more in the consolation vibe, you know, we got some good uh, a lot of consolation teams that are bunched up on points scored. So I have no idea how the seating's going to work out for that. And uh, it's important, you know, that's uh, that's how you get those high draft picks. So uh, it's going to be fun for everyone. Yeah, I don't mean to. I know I keep beating this dead horse, uh, but this is another reason why we should have uh, intra-division matchups. This imagine, imagine if like Henry was playing Andrew this week, or if like yeah. Noah was playing either like Andrew or. Yeah, your comment. Your comments are heard loud and clear, Ben. Uh, I will change that for next year. I just, uh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. You know. I don't know. I just, I just. Ben, I should we? Should we start the season with Rivalry Week instead? Where should we put Rivalry Week is my question. You mean Rivalry Week? Yeah, I have a pretty tough time with saying that. Just generally. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Um, yeah, I think... Um, I think... What if we did... Because, I mean, it should probably either be week one or, like, week 11 before everybody plays three straight division games. So those well, are kind of the two have, big well, options. I was just about to ask, is week 11 Thanksgiving? Because, uh, like... Probably? Yeah, I think it is. Because that, that would kind of work out well. Like, you have rivalry week during Thanksgiving. That's kind of like a, you know, and then and then you have the... the uh, I, guess week, I guess week 12 was... Uh, Thanksgiving this year, so. Oh, fuck. Well, I guess it could change. I, I think it's the same. Or no, I guess, yeah, no, wait, depending on. Yeah, I guess it depends. I'm talking out of my Maybe it doesn't. Right I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. It would be around Thanksgiving. <laughs> so if we ended, so wait, so if it is, so week 12 would be the start of the intra-division thing? Yeah. Yeah. In theory. Yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to think I think week one like everyone's excited for week one anyway like I'm yeah. hesitant you know I'm hesitant to put rivalry week week one because everyone's already fired up and ready to go I was really hoping that Thanksgiving was going to work out yeah, I mean, I think week eleven's still pretty good. You know, we're we're get that's getting into the real meat of the playoff race. Um, 
you know, I think that I think that makes sense. And then and then you finish with your three division opponents. So I think that's good. Yeah. We have a deal. Should we do an intro? Should we do a, an in season tournament? <laughs> uh, that I mean, it's funny because like you could. I feel like that would make more sense in fantasy than it does in the NBA because you could just give somebody like 50 bucks or something, right? Just give them their money back if they win the in-season tournament. I don't know what that would entail and how that would work schedule-wise. Oh, wait. Okay, so here's what you do, right? So as it is now, um, there are 11 opponents that you can play in 14 weeks. So at some point, just oh, kind yeah, of like stop. randomly, you do an 18 tournament or something. But it's it's awkward because there are 12. So yeah, I don't know if it works. Um, okay, yeah, here's what you do. Well, you give, you give, you give teams buys random. Like, no, I think, I think what you do, Ben, is so you say like based on just some random week, like week seven or something, it's like the top four scoring teams in week seven advance to the in-season tournament. Then in week like eight and nine... You play a four-team tournament for that. I think that makes sense. <laughs> it would be stupid and and sort of hard to do, but it would be funny. Uh, and just give that person their money back. Like that's the only price. <laughs> I like it more if you do it right before the playoffs. I think that's bad. No, because like right before the playoffs, you like the whole point of the in-season tournament is to like ramp up excitement yeah, during the dog days. You know. Yeah, um, uh, I actually like honestly don't hate that idea because it would be fun. I think, especially for the teams that made that tournament. Yeah, if we, I like the divisions thing, but if we ever get sick of divisions, I think this would be like a fun way to figure out how to have the top or how to, how to have those three extra weeks kind of decided. The only issue I can foresee is that if I'm a top four scorer in whatever week, or uh, then like, or, or you could even do top eight because right, and then you schedule out three well, weeks, cause yeah. Because it's three, it's three extra weeks, right? So you would right. like the top right. eight scores from week eight, and then in week nine it's the round of eight, and week ten it's round of four, and week and week eleven it's the the championship. But like, yeah. you're playing better teams right. than so, so if those guys yeah. were regular season standings, then you might be at a disadvantage. Yeah, it is sort of unfortunate, yeah. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, that would be fun. Like, that tournament would be fun. Um, we but yeah, not count it towards the standings. No, you definitely want to count it. <laughs> no, we have so few games already, you know? It's like, we got we to gotta use all of it that we can. Yeah. I guess in theory you could like somehow count the points but not the wins or something, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a little, we could workshop it. Uh, okay, last thing. Joe made this comment in the chat, so I, had, I have to bring it up like to revisit, to circle back. Do we want FAB? Or do we want to change the waiver thing somehow? I'm, I'm in on FAB. I, I would vote for FAB right now. If we uh, if it was on the agenda, and it is on the agenda, so. Uh, okay. Would you rather have Fab or keep waiver but don't have it reset weekly? Uh, I don't like that. 
I would probably vote against that. Yeah. Well, so, gi- so give me your give me your stance for why that's bad. Uh, I just don't think it's very fun to have people sitting on waiver picks. Like, like in that scenario, it's going to be a question of like, should I, you know, take a guy who, you know, like this week is a bad waiver week, but I have the number one waiver pick. Like, should I like just not make a move and try to and hope that it's better next week? It's like that's not very fun in my mind. So like. And I don't, I honestly don't think that like, given where our league is at right now and how good our league is uh, and how involved everyone is, like, I don't think having consistently the top waiver pick is a, is much of an advantage at all. But like, like you've seen it with Jay's team this year, right? Like it hasn't done him any good and he's had the top waiver pick basically the entire season. Um, so I, I just, I just don't think that that is the issue that I would identify. I would say, and like the better fix, if you did think that was an issue, would be to just go to fab and then like nobody gets a waiver advantage basically. And we can all be as active as we want. So yeah. that's I, my I opinion. agree. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, I, I was asking, I was asking for your opinion, but I, I, I agree. I think that, I think that the, the people who do the like waiver, but, don't have it reset each week. I think it's dumb because I think anything that encourages like less activity is dumb. Like yeah, the whole the whole point of fantasy is to like make move like yeah, like, actually like, play fantasy. Yeah, yeah like like, like, Joe, like Joe's like I'm not sure if what Joe was saying before was just shtick or not, but like I think like I think Joe's just I think Joe's just being like stupid. And wrong, yeah. And short and short and like narrow-minded, like, but like, why do we do this thing? It's like we do it to like make moves, and like none of us are like. Well, I guess you work in baseball, but like the rest of us don't actually like. This is our only thing that we get to like, you know, fuck around with and like have control over. And it's like, why would we just? Why would we actively implement some regulation that disincentivizes activity? It just seems silly. Yeah. Yeah, Joe is on here like complaining about our three man three three on three trade for being meaningless, and it's like, oh yeah, and I think he realized it's like, oh shit, Dak Prescott is in this deal. It's like, yeah, it was super meaningless. Whatever. When did, oh, when did he say that? Like just recently. Uh, like, yeah, he says, I like a thorough discussion on the pod of how useless you and Evan's three man trade was to both of you, and how you just now picked up someone that you traded away to Evan who he dropped. Referring to Kyle Pitts, I think, um, and then and then after that he says, "Never mind, I misread that trade." But regarding Pitts, unnecessary, and it's like, no, like regarding Pitts, unnecessary. It's like if you like look at how the deal is structured, it's like clearly like the thing that I was giving to you was an upgrade at tight end, and the thing you were giving to me in return was a quarterback I could use. It's like that's how trades work. So I didn't need Kyle Pitts, so I gave him to you, and that's like. Yeah, or the other way around. Yeah, it's... Also, also, like, show my tight end is on by. Yeah, I, I just don't like, know. Like, yeah. like, what? Yeah, what is... Yeah, I don't know what his thing is there. It's like, oh, I guess I'm not allowed to, like, drop guys that I traded for two weeks ago. It's like, okay, I guess. So, yeah, uh, you know, get a life, Joe. <laughs> also, also... Um... Joe, or let me, wait, let me read back here. Um, 
All right, never, never mind. Um, yeah, I, I like Fab. I hope it, I hope it, I hope it works out to do Fab. Um, yeah. Also, the the Patriots just like super fucked up. Are you, are you watching? No. Oh, never mind. Um, that's not worth explaining. Um, all right, is that it? Yep, that's all I got. Oh, Evan, how was how were uh, winter meetings? Give me the rundown. Uh, they were kind of overwhelming. It's a lot. It's, you know, it's like the, it's just like, uh, I I guess the, the setting in general is overwhelming. So it's like a super huge resort in Nashville, um, which is a zillion people around at all times. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a lot, (laughs) but it was, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was good. yeah, we did go to dinner. Uh, it was super nice because a bunch of us just drove to Nashville, so we were able to leave the hotel pretty easily, which other teams' employees were not able to do. Uh, so we were uh, yeah able to go off and get dinner uh, in town a couple times, which was which was nice. So um, yeah, Nashville's a good food town, so that was good. The other the other team staffers didn't rent cars. Uh, not really, because you know it's an all inclusive or not all inclusive, but it's. It's a massive resort with like a dozen restaurants in it uh, that is not super close to Nashville itself. So like, there's no real reason that your company would pay for you to have a rental car, <laughs> you know? Um, just because like, yeah, you can get food uh, in the hotel. At, That's the whole point of going to the fancy big. Exactly. It's so people don't have to leave, and it's like I would have gone insane if I had been <laughs> stuck in that hotel for four straight days, but yeah. uh, it's like you a know. Bubble. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It reminded me. So like, um, you know, like Camp Snoopy at Mall of America, it reminded me of that. So it's like a large indoor atrium with glass dome and like, uh, indoor plants all around you kind of, it's supposed to feel like you're outside, but you're not. Um, so, but that's like the whole indoor part of this hotel, um, and conference center and it's massive. It's like 3000 beds. Um, yeah, it was, it was a whole thing. But what was it, the most interesting like vendor pitch you had that you can share? Uh, I mean, the craziest thing was we like saw the like state of the art pitching machine now, um, which will basically do it's like you can uh, tell it like what pitcher you want and it will throw that pitcher's pitches, no which way. is pretty insane. Yeah, so it'll do like oh like I want Spencer Strider and it's like okay here's like a ninety eight mile power fastball with like elite ride and it's like oh that's uh that's pretty cool. <laughs> So, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it's an insane machine. Uh, it costs six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so there's that. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> but it's also got like a video screen. Um, so rather than you know like old school batting cage would just have like a light that flashes to tell you that the pitch is about to come, but you know this has got like a screen that shows the actual pitch, like a pitcher winding up. Um, and then the you know the arm coming through where the it's ball like an comes out. It's like a- yeah, so to make it to make to time so you can time it up more, uh, you know, more realistically. Oh right, so you can like go through the whole like, uh, like yeah, I know. What yeah, you right. You get the more visual cues that way. So yeah, it's a pretty cool machine. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, so is it like how is how is the animation being visualized? Is it like a like a like a uh, is it like a canvas like? It's like a it's like a a pixelated video board, uh, like a like a TV, like, I guess. And then the ball is coming out of like a hole in the screen. Right. 
but the hole can like the hole that the ball is like moving out of i assume that that hole can like be in a different spot depending on like how tall the pitcher is yes um yeah so it's actually like it's not just one screen it's like several that move uh that adjust themselves to put the hole in the right spot <laughs> it's like pretty insane <laughs> there's a reason yeah. it costs 600k i guess but yeah. Yeah, I mean that's super cool. Like you can you can get the so like you can get the uh, you get the release like, point right too. The, yeah. You get you get the release point just right depending on like how tall the pitcher is. Yeah, and 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 what slot they release from. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Are you gonna buy it? Uh, I'm hopeful that we will purchase. Hey, some teams already have them, and you know, I it's gonna it's that kind of thing where like in five years every team will have at least one of these, but like we don't have one yet. Um, so that would be pretty cool. I, I wouldn't be shocked if we wind up getting one for the complex and one for our stadium. So that would be nice, but Man. you know, we'll see. That is AI, is AI worth it? <laughs> well, it's not AI. None of this is AI, but uh, it, it's, yeah, it's a very complicated, but like ultimately like a, just a really cool engineered thing, you know, it's like just getting a ball to come out in the right way with the right speed and the right spin, especially is like a, a pretty insane accomplishment. <laughs> so yeah, it's hard to do. That's super cool. I'm glad you had it. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly good. It's also fun. Just like you're just in the hallway and there's just like a bunch of like famous baseball people around, you know, um, name the, name the like five, not even if they're like former players. Like I don't, I don't care if they're like a former player who are like, who are like the five coolest people you like saw or like, did you like share an elevator with like (laughs) someone cool or something? Uh, I don't think elevator, I guess we were on the elevator with Jerry DePoto who's the Mariners GM. It's a bunch of like, like famous for baseball people which is funny so it's like basically all of the managers are there so i saw most of the major league managers at some point um how do, how do you know what these guys even look like like how do you know what the mariners gm looks like uh the gms i'm a definitely shakier i probably only know like half of the gms by sight and those are kind of like the famous ones you know um yeah. Just like, you know, you see like photos on articles and that kind of stuff. But there are definitely like lots of GMs. I don't know what they look like. Um, and then like the managers, I know what basically all of them look like. So like they're easier to spot. And also like the the relatively famous media people as well are just everywhere. You know, their whole job is to like mingle in that event. So they're around. Um, shout out to my guy, Rocco Baldelli. Saw him several times. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was good. So I kept seeing Howie Kendrick for some reason. I don't know why he was around, but he was very around. So, uh, angels, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2019 yeah, world series champ. Yeah, but I, I know a little bit. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, let, let's wrap it up. Second base. Uh, second base. Shortstop. Second base. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't, Can't lose.